0: All right, welcome to Witch Place Radio. I'm here with a guest uh, who has been on the show before, but it's been a while. I mean, the last time we talked on the podcast, it was still in sort of the old days, the the pre-pandemic era where I was actually going out and meeting uh, interviewees, sort of at their homes or you know jam spaces or whatever. And so that's like kind of is um, it almost divides the podcast into two separate eras because I've been doing this Zoom thing now, this online interviews, kind of since uh, I had to by without any choice, right? So. Um, I'm glad you're back on. I mean, uh, I think people who listen to the podcast regularly will have heard me talking about your most recent record on one of my, uh, favorite local albums of the year episodes I did. And so I think the best way to start all this off is if you want to introduce yourself, give it a background about what it is you do, and we can take it from there.
1: Sure. Uh, my name's Curran Ferris. Um, I record under the moniker Greenhouse. Um, I grew up in Winnipeg. I currently live, um in st andrews manitoba uh i've been been making music as greenhouse for i don't know since about 2009 or 2010 and uh thanks again for having me on and uh thanks so much for for digging my latest record and uh and yeah it's a huge huge honor to have it sort of make your 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 year-end list I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that I, I picked up a copy from you because uh, one of the things about doing the, the year-end stuff the way I do is because I'm listening to everything physically, I don't necessarily have the easy like check out my stats and find out what I've listened to the most. So I kind of have to just uh-huh. go back and think, look through the, my shelves and think about it. like what have I had on a lot. And that record was definitely something that I, I had listened to a lot since, since uh-huh. I picked it up. So um, I do want to yeah. get into that and sort of what you're doing now, but just like mm-hmm. I feel like you're a very prolific um, you release a lot of music and it seems like every, um, th- maybe it's been a while s- between the last few, I'm not sure, but uh, I was looking at my, my kind of, uh, collection of local tapes and you take up a large chunk of that. And like you uh. said, you've been doing it for, you know, a decade and change now. Um, you have a lot of releases. Is that something you have done sort of by design or is it just the way things have worked out? Um,
1: I guess <laughs> it's the way that it's worked out. like I feel, uh, if it's just, I age or bandwidth or whatever i don't know i feel like i've really slowed down (laughs) so that's nice to hear um yeah i mean they i think that um you know the the stuff that i did at the at the beginning of you know when i started this sort of project and get and getting into this um this you know this approach to music i guess um i I think i I move a little bit slower now just sort of generally in terms of. you know the amount of time that you know it sort of take to sort of sit on some tracks or sit on an idea um and get it to a place where I'm you know maybe I just pick here um uh but yeah I, I don't know I think there's a difference in a difference in speed or you know the I think ultimately it's just sort of my own um you know what I feel like something's ready um and I'm happy I've got it in that place and maybe that's just you know as time's gone on um, you know, I'm getting pickier and fussier with, you know, with the work that I'm doing. Well,
0: and I imagine it must, it must not hurt, uh, that you're, I mean, you're, you're, you're a solo artist and I guess the truest sense of the word, right? You're doing this yourself. And I imagine that's got to help in terms of, um, you know, just, just being able to take the time you need or that you want on a record. I mean, if you want to put something what? out, you know, right away, you've recorded something is great, all done. Or if you want to sit and tinker at it, you, you have that sort of, um ability to do so because you're not, there's no one else really that you're bringing along with you, right? I mean, it's all, the majority of what you do is, is all very much just, just you.
1: Correct. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a, maybe a blessing and a curse sometimes. Yeah. 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 i uh, my own worst enemy. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, the, the last couple, you know, the last few years too, I've been, you know, collaborating, uh, you know, with, with a different project with, uh, Cole Peters, who's been on your show. Yeah. Um, our our project Syrax, Um and it's really been you know after working you know solo for a long time Cole and I had jammed previously and obviously I've been in bands and stuff too yeah of course yeah but, but sort of in an experimental music um, you know uh, setting or genre I guess um, been really inspirational to work um, with Cole and you know have you know somebody to sort of get fired up by, it's sort of inspired by, and also like bounce ideas off of, yeah. um, as well. So that, that bounce has been really, really, uh, positive in a lot of ways in the last, uh, last few years.
0: What does, what does jamming with someone like that look like? Because I mean, you know, you say jamming and I think a lot of people yeah. have this sense of what that means, but th- the type of music you're both doing is a lot less, <laughs> um, it's harder to grasp just sort of, uh, like conceptually, you know, how you're making it, what you're doing what you're going for with your sound. And I imagine both of you together, it's going to come up with interesting stuff, but how do you, how does that, that sort of dynamic work between the two of you?
1: Yeah, it's, um, I mean, we've been, uh, we've been friends for a really long time. Um, and be we've, this is our second sort of like iteration of a, of a project together. This is under a different name and okay. diff- different approach. And, but um, you know, so I think some of it comes from that to sort of knowing each other really well and sort of, developing a bit of a sense of sort of like you know i've got an idea here and i you know for me anyway go like i know like there are certain things that cole cole will do or like i hope i could hear you know something that he will bring over top of that um and i think that's part of it too so i mean a lot of it is um you know is just sort of bringing ideas into into the into the basement and kind of like just trying, it could just be a sound, it could be a record, a field recording that he's made. It could be, you know, some weird effect combination that I have. Yeah. Um, and we'll just kind of play around with it and just, you know, kind of turn it over a bunch of different ways. We record everything and we listen to the recordings back and, um, you know, we just sort of start locking things out, you know, instead of like verse chorus and, you know, different riffs, it's sort of like this section and then let's bring in something here. And, yeah. um, that's kind of how it works.
0: Well, yeah. I think that you're both doing music that, I mean, is really heavily based on, on atmosphere. Right. But, but yours is mm-hmm. just more melodic than what he's doing. Not always, but I mean, yeah. I, just in general, I think that you listening to both of your stuff, yours has definitely got that, that element to it where his is more, sure. um, I mean, like you said, there's field recordings and there's, there's just kind of sounds and, and noise and stuff. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm this isn't really a direct offshoot to what i was just saying but how how has your um your sort of overall approach to doing this changed over the course of this project uh, of greenhouse because you know again you've sure. been doing it for a while you've put out a lot of music um you've collaborated with various people over the years yeah. has your sort of approach to what you're trying to get out of it what kind of sound you're trying to create has that um sort of been developing or, or mutating uh over the course of this um i mean
1: i think i think yes and no um i mean i think ultimately the you know what i wanted to do was you know was to create to use use the tools that i had and the tools that i knew the instruments i knew which was guitar and and pedals you know and um really being inspired initially by like you know heavier bands you know like bands on hydra head records and stuff that would use those, you know, use instruments that I understood, um, and that I, you know, I had, um, at my disposal, but to create like soundscapes and things like that. And then from there getting into, you know, all sorts of like electronic music and, you know, experimental music, um, just sort of generally. And so that's really, you know, I think if I had to like boil it down to, you know, one sort of, one sort of like, um, thesis statement i guess really is just sort of to just to to use the guitar to, to just disguise it as much as i possibly could yes. um you know to to as view it more as like a sound source you know view effect pedals as an instrument rather than um you know how i would have traditionally approached it when i was playing in bands and just sort of you know playing playing the guitar um I think with like with Sacrifice Zones um you know there was a little bit of a time that had elapsed between the previous tape and that one obviously lots of change just for everybody of in the course, world you yeah. know over the pandemic um and so it I really sort of felt compelled. you know well I don't know if compelled is too strong a word but I felt I felt like I wanted to uh to hear the guitar a little bit more and actually play it um that, you know in a more traditional sense or you know something that you know uh maybe would have been an approach that i would have taken on like an earlier sort of recording yeah. or like just experimenting at home um and that was actually really refreshing to sort of uh to sort of to to let um i don't know, let some of that go a little bit i kind of go like no actually like I'm gonna strum these chords, and you know, and like what a no, what a novelty to just sort of strum them. Which was again something that I had avoided, um, you know, for quite a long time. Uh, even just like the attack on the guitar strings was something that I, you know, I try to disguise and cover up as much as I can.
0: When you're doing something like that, when you are, you're bringing back sort of the more, it's not a traditional album by any stretch, but that traditional sort of more guitar, guitar style of playing is that, I mean, can you still get the same sort of textures by doing that? I mean, have you, have you sort of found out how to use sort of the, the guitar, guitar playing to, to generate the same kind of, um, atmosphere that you were doing when you were using the guitar as, as, as a sound source rather than an instrument?
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's the, it's the final track on the tape that I'm kind of referring to. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think it, it worked out like it, it honestly just sort of started as, um, as just an idea for, you know, for a recording, um, you know, for a track really, um, um, just to, just to see, you know, if I liked it, to see if I hated it, to see if it worked yeah, or not. I think I took, there is there's a little bit of of overdub some field recording and processing at the towards the end of the track but that whole piece is just one one take um with so all those guitar tracks there aren't any overdubs it's all done uh, live with different loopers and and things like that um yeah yeah so it um you know i I, i think ultimately like i it it did fit like it sticks out enough but i think the um you know in terms of you know atmosphere and you know i think there's still enough sort of um you know murk and you know <laughs> and sort of artifacts sort of zipping yeah. around in there um that i think it it fits with with the other tracks
0: in listening to this tape too i mean it- I tend to listen to most most local music in the background while I'm working. Like just pretty much everything I'm listening to lately. That's my main time for listening mm-hmm. because I'm sort of in the zone and, and I've got background music on. And your music is fantastic for that because it's. Uh, Thanks. I mean, it's it's very. Uh, it creates a mood, right? I mean, wh- whatever that mood might be, depending on the from song to song and album to album. But this one has, uh, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it definitely gave me. Um, more of like, it was like a heavier vibe, heavy, not in terms of like, you know, distorted guitars or whatever, but like the atmosphere, Lip. instead of being sort of, um, these are terrible words to describe things, but like minimal and drifty, this was more kind of like, it was more oppressive almost. Um, and like thicker, well, is that something that you were going for, or is that just how I've <laughs> interpreted it or misinterpreted it?
1: No, no, I, I, uh, I, I don't think you've misinterpreted it at all. And, um, yeah, I would agree Um, I mean, I think that, you know, it was, uh, you know, I mean, it was, it was recorded during 2021 and 2022 and, you know, I'm hesitant to sort of, yeah, you know, we've all, we all went through that, you know, the pandemic and everything. Um, You know, I I don't want to, I've never sort of attached sort of a you know, this is a pandemic, like a pandemic statement, you know, two artists have done that and that's not my thing. But I mean, it, you know, it was, it influenced it for sure, you know, it influenced it for sure. It was a tough time, you know, for a lot of people, it was a tough time, you know, for, for me and my family. And it, you know, I think that some of that, um, I think some of that came through, you know, we're also incredibly fortunate, you know, compared to a lot of people during that time too um but you know i think yeah you know i i definitely you know putting those tracks together like i i sort of felt that same vibe and definitely wanted to sort of you know i think sort of process some of those some of what you know some of that period of time you know uh personally and sort of you know on a on a larger scale as well so i think i think it's reflective of that for sure
0: well, it's interesting too because this is something that comes up a lot when I'm talking to electronic artists, and I know you're doing something with you know with you're using an actual guitar. It's it's a different, but, but the idea of of being able to express 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 emotion um, in that way and and sort of like reflect on on something that's happening um, through instrumental music or, you know, or through uh, you know, unconventional instrumental music too is always interesting because I mean yeah. you don't have the more the, the obvious direct way to. To address things that if you were singing or if you had you know a, a more um, traditional song structure and things like that, do you find it yep. easy a- as an outlet to 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 express that kind of stuff with your music? Um, I mean, I yes and no.
1: I mean, I think that um, that's a really good question. Um, I mean, I think it's it, it's a it, you know it's not every time, you know, compared to say, like writing, you know, a, uh, a, a song, you know, a song with chords and a melody and, and hooks and riffs and things like that. You know, it's rare that I will sort of, my approach wouldn't be the same, you know, like I'm gonna, you know, I've got this idea, you know, or this thing happened and I need to like, I'm gonna write a song about it and sort of tell a story with, you know, has a narrative you know or like this riff is super aggressive and so you know whatever it's about this this thing or something so i think that the approach isn't there i think that um i think that it's a little bit more um you know it's it's still intentional but it it's not as um not as sort of like from point a to point b of like you know this i'm going whatever I'm really upset about something that happened, or I'm really pissed off, and like, here's this like this field recording of the steel mill, and I'm going to run it through my fuzz pedal because right. I'm like that. It doesn't really work that way. It doesn't for me anyway. It, it, that's not sort of my approach. um
0: Does it work in reverse I, though? Do you like you know after listening to something that you've recorded and sort of knowing what was going on in your life and just in general at that time, does that ever kind of retroactively like, oh, I was this feeling or this situation or whatever must have come through in this recording i i
1: I think so yeah i think so um and it's interesting to when i do listen back to older stuff to kind of like because i can you know very clearly remember sort of not only because i record everything you know at home yeah um, sort of what was going on or what you know how old my kids were or you know whatever um the good and the and the the not so good um stuff that was happening um and i think it's you know i I think that even just in terms of i've always you know with with my own music or just music of of other you know other musicians other artists um really been drawn to um just sort of like the i don't want to use the term atmosphere again but you know just sort of like the like the even just the sonics of you know it could just be guitar tone or you know the way that you know a guitar or, you know another instrument like feeds back you know a certain part um and i've always kind of like zone zeroed in on those little moments you know right again talking about like you know metal or rock you know indie rock or something like that um and so i think that i've you know i think that there's always i've always been able to sort of like um yeah you know sorry i'm rambling but going back trying to go back here to the question you asked i think that you know um i may not sit down and sort of go you know i have i want to create a a piece um that is about something exact or something very specific but sort of i think something that perhaps is reflective of a mood or you know of a feeling or an emotion um and and sort of approach it that way and sometimes it's just Something that just sounds good or resonates with me at that moment.
0: Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Do you have a big yeah. archive of of things you've recorded that you have chosen not to release? I imagine just working uh, on your own, you probably are recording things all the time, right? Do, do you do you hold on to that stuff, or do you just sort of keep the parts that you're going to actually use for for releasing? Um, it. Uh, I sh- I should probably do a better
1: job of that, to be honest. Um, and I actually. I should have a yeah I do have I do have some you know sort of archives of bits and pieces um uh, but I think I'm real. I could I stand to improve on um like revisiting the archives shall yeah. we say and like going back and going like what is even in here um and um a lot of the times it's you know I think I'm too quick to you know try something out, be like, I don't know, I, I didn't quite go where, what it didn't do what I wanted to do or something, and then just kind of zip onto the next thing. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I think there's, yeah, there are some tracks and some ideas on, on sacrifice zones that, um, that came from sessions like that, um, Okay, where okay. I kind of like went back and I'm like, oh yeah, right. This isn't here. And then kind of like reworked it and, you know, added some stuff, you know, sometimes like a year later. Oh, cool. Um, mm-hmm.
0: What is the, uh, I mean, I don't know if you have a plan at this point, but well, what's sort of the plan for um, following that one up? Do you have a new music you're working on now? Um, most of the, I don't have any
1: greenhouse stuff that I'm working on at the moment. Um, most of the the stuff that I'm working on, um, you know, presently and, and sort of like over the last, you know, certainly when this tape was sort of getting wrapped up and when it came out is, uh, is the project with, with Cole Peters, uh, c So, um, you know, we had some, you know, we did some performances in the fall, the summer and the fall. Um, and we're in the midst of, of recording, um, as well. Sort of, so we're hopefully, hope, hopefully we, um, we're able to sort of finish that, uh, during the winter. Um, so that's kind of been my, my, uh, my primary sort of creative focus right now. Just again, just cause it's, um, it's just a super exciting project. Cole's a, you know, super close friend. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just exciting and, and refreshing to, to be, to be working with him on it.
0: Do you have any of that music? Is any of that stuff out yet? Or is it all sort of too? I mean, I know you've played the live shows, but is it, is it, is there anything recorded that you've released yet to the two of you?
1: No, nothing's released. Um, we're, we're, yeah, we're still sort of chipping away at, um, again you know moving from figuring out to you know what do we want to sound like to how do we put this together and play it and now we're kind of going like okay well now how do we you know how do we, how are we going to approach sort of recording this um in a way that lends itself to being able to make edits and you know um but still kind of have a, a live kind of feel which is kind of how we're we're kind of accustomed to working so that nothing. Makes sense nothing ever, yeah, yeah.
0: And so, for people who haven't heard you before, and maybe they're they're just hearing about you the first time on the show, what's the best way to to, to dig into your catalog? Because, like I said, you have you got a lot of tapes out there, and there's a lot of music sort of on different labels and then floating around. Is there an entry point? Sure. Like, would you recommend a, a particular release if someone was wanting to check you out?
1: Um, honestly, I would. Um, I would. I would suggest starting with with the most recent and going backwards. Um, I think you know i think sacrifice zones is um you know i think it's my it's my favorite that i've done so far um you know i think every every everything i've done is you know has been a like a snapshot in time and um you know it, it but I, I really you know when i finish just what I listen you know i i re listened to it just my own you know before i sent it to the label or you know sent it around or even got it mastered i just yeah. spent, you know i'd be working like you said um you know working at home and i would just throw that on um and really like spent a lot of time um in that phase just going like is this sort of like this is passing my test you know and at a certain point i was just like no this like you know this is a record this sounds like a record that i would own and buy um and then I was like, are you sure? And I would just keep going. So anyway, um, I would suggest start there and just, you know, honestly, any, any entry point that you can, wherever, however people find it, cool. um, is, is amazing and, and flattering and, and humbling, but, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's the most recent one it's on, uh, you know, there's tape, tapes, copies of the tapes still floating around from myself and the label in Europe. Um, and I believe this one is up on the on the streamers as well. So it's pretty pretty easy to find.
0: Cool. Well that was kind of my next question, right? Is 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 people listen to music so many different ways now there's no guarantee well, that someone's gonna even own a tape deck, which is how I've been yep. listening to your stuff. So um it's it, at camp I imagine, would probably be another way to find uh, a lot of the stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So audio, visuals, atmosphere is the is the label. Um uh that's based in Belgium. Um so it's available on there uh, their band camp.
0: Cool. Cool. And then I guess the other stuff, um, you know, the, the, the physical copies of the, the older tapes, those are kind of, you just got to find them. (laughs) I imagine right at this point. I mean, there's, there's a lot of them sort of floating around out there.
1: Yeah. There's a few, like, I think, um, you know, the last, the last couple that, that this label has done are sold out. Yeah. Um, at the source, I might, I might have some somewhere and I definitely have copies of, of sacrifice zones. And then the the older stuff, um, there's copies floating around, uh, too, so. Cool. Yeah.
0: Do you have, mm. uh, at this point, any, any plans for, uh, future live shows or in the relatively near future?
1: Um, nothing in the relatively near future. No. Um, and, and honestly, like the, um, the material, you know, I mean, again, like there isn't really sort of a like, you know, when I do play live where like, I'm going to play like this song and then would stop. I would, you know, it'll be you know uh not completely improvised but you know i'll sort of have it charted out but it's never really if you're expecting to hear something from yeah. from a release probably not going to you're not taking um, requests yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah i haven't figured out how to do it um but uh i mean i would really i would like i'd like to like it's definitely you know i will play out again at some point yeah um Uh, For sure, yeah, but uh, nothing on the horizon at the moment.